We are glad to announce we have partnered with Thrive Fantasy for the upcoming NFL season. Come prop up on Thrive Fantasy this season. In case you don't know what Thrive Fantasy is, Thrive Fantasy is a daily sports app for player props. Thrive Fantasy has eliminated the need to do countless hours of research because they only ask you about the top tier athletes in respective sport. For this NFL season, Thrive allows you to choose 10 out of the 20 player prop options to build your lineup. Each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the over or under based on its likelihood to occur. The most points a selection is worth, the riskier it is. Rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. Thrive has awarded over $1.4 million in prizes since launching in 2018 and has $50,000 guaranteed in prizes for NFL Week 1. Use promo code PODCAST when you sign up today and you will receive an instant $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. Download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Play Store or by visiting their website, thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Last Take Sports Podcast. And today we have a very special podcast for you guys. And I know once this has probably been uploaded, this has been a little late and a little after the actual event happened. But of course, the NBA Finals has been wrapped up and the NBA champion has been declared and that is the LA Lakers and LeBron James obviously winning his fourth championship. So Henry, let's get right into this topic, of course, the NBA championship and the NBA final series. And I want to start off with Jimmy Butler. Man, I think he solidified himself as one of the top players in the NBA after his performances throughout the playoffs and in, especially in the NBA finals. I mean, he's the definition of a leader, Henry. This guy, Jimmy Butler, I mean, and there were some problems with him back in Minnesota, Philadelphia. They were considering him the cancer of the locker room, the cancer of the team. He was so self-absorbed. He wasn't about the team. And you put him, he signs with Miami. And people are saying, oh, the same thing's going to happen. He's just going to blow up the culture they have in that locker room. And he comes in there, he proves himself as a leader. And as a true teammate, Henry, and I am just very impressed with how Jimmy Butler played the season and how he actually made himself a leader in which he probably wasn't the best of in Minnesota and Philadelphia. And he was the one who wheeled this team, I think, to the NBA finals. Of course, I mean, with help from Goran Dragic, uh, Bam Adebayo and uh, Tyler Hero, of course, that helps as well. But Jimmy Butler was the true star of this team in every way, shape, and form, on and off the court. And Jimmy Butler was the guy who got them to this final series. And he was the guy who showed up day in, day out, putting up great numbers and being the leader of this team, Henry. Yeah, Andrew. And for my opinion, he looked like the best player in this entire series at points over probably two of the top five best players in the NBA, you could say. And Jimmy Butler for sure was the main reason why the Heat made it to the finals. I mean, he essentially willed them with, I mean, they're young and they're not really a lot of, they don't have a lot of playoff experience and Jimmy Butler doesn't have all that much either, but the fact that he was able to will them to the finals and give six games to AD and LeBron is just incredible to me. And it's, I, I, there's no doubt in my mind that Jimmy Butler is a top 10 player in the NBA right now. 
Yeah, and Henry, there's not many teams that gave LeBron and AD this big of trouble, I would say, than the Miami Heat and Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler has played the best defense I've seen in a, in a while, and he's probably one of the better defensive players in the NBA, if not the best. And of course, just the true definition of a two-way player. So props to Jimmy Butler. I think he's solidified himself as one of the best players in the league and, act, and as an actual leader, of course, because we didn't really see that much in the past. But now, I mean, he's showing he can take a young team, a young roster, make them even closer than they were the previous season and actually improve and get them to the NBA finals. So good for Jimmy Butler. Good for the Miami heat. They have great things ahead for them. And let's talk about that, Henry, how they've great things ahead of them. And of course their young core is looking great with Bam Adebayo, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, Kendrick Nunn. I mean, Henry, the list goes on. The Miami Heat is looking very special. And of course, they have great veteran leadership with Goran Dragic and Jimmy Butler. So what do you think about this Heat future? What do you think they have in store for them? Yeah, Andrew, and they have a lot in store with very young talent. They have like Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, Kendrick Nunn, Bam Adebayo. And Jimmy Butler is still in the midst of his prime right now. And they have a lot to come for the future, especially next year. I think they have a good chance to repeat and get back to the finals, especially if they don't lose a lot of guys this offseason, which I don't think they will. And they should be considered one of the top five teams in the NBA going into next year. And there's not a doubt in my mind that they are for sure a finals and championship contender this year. Yeah, and Henry, of course, if they can keep their core pieces together, they obviously have a chance to get back to where they were last season. But keep in mind, I mean, I, I know there was a poll taken between the general managers, and they think that Miami could be the next spot to land the next possible superstar that goes into free agency. So to think about if they can keep this young core and Jimmy Butler and Goran Dragic and all that veteran leadership as well, and add another superstar, obviously you would have to start thinking about this team to be, I mean, the best team in the NBA, I would say, right? I'm, you would think that this team could, with how well they perform this year, I would think they would have a chance to, if they add a superstar and keep their core guys, that young core and that veteran leadership, they would have a chance to be the best team in the NBA. And I would love to see a superstar sign there, maybe like the next LeBron signing in down there in South Beach, Miami. But it's, it's going to be exciting to see what Miami has in store for the future. And I'm really excited to see what they can do. But Henry, let's move on to the other side of this NBA Finals series. That, of course, is the winning side in LeBron James and this Lakers team. So I would say with LeBron James, I mean, he didn't have much of a problem this whole uh, playoffs and getting through them. And of course, I would consider him as one of the goats now, don't you? Wouldn't you think? I mean, I think he solidified himself as one of the goats by, if not the goat, by winning this fourth championship and proving that at season number 17, he can still be as dominant as he was when he was 25, Henry. It's incredible to, to see in LeBron James. 
We just have to appreciate greatness, no matter who you think is the GOAT of basketball. Michael Jordan, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, LeBron James, Magic, or Magic Johnson, yeah. Whoever you think is the GOAT, appreciate greatness. Don't slander on LeBron James. Don't give him unnecessary hate. I wouldn't even consider myself a LeBron James fan, but he gets so much unnecessary hate, Henry. I don't understand why people can't just appreciate greatness in front of them. And that is what LeBron James is giving to us. It's pure entertainment and enjoy it while you have it. Because once it's gone, you're going to regret it because it was right there in front of you. And some of you guys chose not to appreciate it. LeBron James had an incredible season and playoffs and finals run. And I, I am thoroughly impressed, Henry with what LeBron James has shown us in year 17. And I'm looking forward to what he can show in year 18, year 19, year 20, and however many years he has left to give us. Yeah, Andrew, and LeBron James has definitely solidified himself as a top three player in NBA history. And arguably for me, he's his second greatest player behind only Michael Jordan. But we've already talked about that in a previous podcast. So go check that one out. But I mean, LeBron needed this fourth championship and he was able to get it. I don't think this was one of the best teams he's played in his 10 finals, but you know, a win's a win. You can't, you, you're as a basketball player, you're supposed to beat the teams in front of you. And LeBron did just that. And it's, it's just great to see LeBron get his fourth championship in year 17, like Andrew mentioned. And I think he's got a lot of left in the tank still. And we'll see how many more championships he can win. Yeah. And Henry, I don't want to get too much into the goat talk because it would kind of grab away with what we're trying to aim here for our podcast and our agenda here throughout this podcast. But Henry, if I was having this conversation with one of my friends and he was telling me how he thinks if LeBron James wins one more championship, that people should start considering him the GOAT. So what do you think about that? Because obviously Michael Jordan, who I would say most people would consider the GOAT as of right now, I mean, he didn't play that many years, Henry, in the NBA, and obviously he went 6-0 and uh, in the NBA Finals. So if LeBron James does win another Finals series and another NBA championship and gets his Finals record up to 5-6, and six, do you think LeBron James should be considered the go-to basketball? You know, Andrew, that's a huge hypothetical, but I think I would definitely consider him the GOAT a lot, consider him being the GOAT a lot more than I would as of now, depending on who he plays or, and who he has to beat to get there. But, I mean, it's definitely will boost his resume as being the GOAT. Yeah, Henry, and I would say it has to depend on the type of season he has that season and how hard the road was to get there because I don't know if I'm quite ready to declare him as the go-to basketball because this season obviously was shortened and also his road to the playoffs wasn't necessarily that hard and his finals matchup wasn't necessarily that hard so I mean you see a common theme here in this playoffs he didn't have that much competition at least compared to him and the Lakers so I don't think I'm quite ready to consider him the GOAT now but if he wins another championship I think that's definitely a conversation that will be needed to have and definitely a conversation that will be a good one Henry because 
I think you might have to consider LeBron James the GOAT if he can win another championship. But let's talk about LeBron James's supporting cast in this NBA Finals. And Henry wasn't really present that much throughout the series. And Danny Green didn't show up. Cal Kuzma wasn't really himself in that series. Put up minimal points, somewhere around seven points a game. Dwight Howard actually kind of stepped up in that starting center role, but it wasn't like he was being that productive out there. I mean, he was getting a good amount of rebounds, but he wasn't being uh, very productive on the offensive side. And of course you have LeBron James and Anthony Davis just dominating for the Lakers. But Henry, what do you have to say about this? Because a lot of people are saying, well, LeBron James didn't really have the supporting cast to get him there. but So he did it himself along with Anthony Davis. So that's why some people, going back to the GOAT talk, that's why some people are saying, oh yeah, LeBron James is the GOAT. Look at the roster he had to play with. Kyle Kuzma, nothing special. Danny Green played like nothing special. Dwight Howard, I would say a washed version of what he used to be, like his all-star form in Orlando. You can say JaVale McGee, nothing special. Contavious Caldwell-Pope didn't really do much. And of course, you have Anthony Davis, his sidekick. But a sidekick can only get you so far without having to step up. And LeBron James did that. So what do you have to say about this supporting cast? Because it definitely struggled a bit, as you saw. I mean, a prime example of this, Danny Green misses the wide-open three-pointer to win the NBA Finals. Forced to game six. Luckily, they got it done, so it didn't really matter that much. But still, Henry, you never know. What if in that game six, LeBron James tears his Achilles out for all of next year? Just hypotheticals like this, where his supporting cast, if they could have just done a little bit more, this series would have been wrapped up and over with. So, Henry, what do you have to say about his supporting cast struggling? Because honestly, they could have lost LeBron James and Anthony Davis this finals if they didn't step up a little in game six. Yeah, Andrew, and the supporting cast for LeBron has never been great anywhere he's been, and that's one of the reasons why a lot of LeBron GOAT people who think he's the GOAT use that as a huge argument that he's gotten to the finals with no supporting cast. But this year, I think he actually had a very – I think you're, like, not giving enough credit to his supporting cast. And obviously, he had Anthony Davis, who's a top-five player in the NBA – along with LeBron James, who's obviously a top five player in the NBA. And Kyle Kuzma definitely didn't live up to the expectations of probably being that third scorer for the Lakers. But Dwight Howard, I thought, was solid all year, good rebounder, a lot like a Dennis Rodman was for the Bulls back when Jordan played. I mean, Alex Caruso was very underrated and had a good season. Contavious Caldwell-Pope, I actually think, had a very – Solid finals, although it wasn't great. I think it was good enough for what the Lakers needed. Danny Green, obviously, his finals will be highlighted by that missed shot, but he, he was all right. I mean, obviously, his supporting cast isn't like the Warriors used to have, where he had, where it was KD, Clay, Curry, Draymond Green, and Cousins, but I'm not saying it's like the worst supporting cast ever. I mean, it was, it was pretty solid, and I mean, they won the championship, so it's hard to argue that they didn't have one of the best supporting casts of the NBA. Yeah, well, Henry, I, all I have to say is I don't think his supporting cast really showed up that much and was very productive throughout the playoffs, but obviously having the star power 
of LeBron James and Anthony Davis, which are probably two top five players in the NBA, it's kind of hard to lose the NBA playoffs, you know, but I, I just don't believe that the Lakers supporting cast played up to their potential in the playoffs, but luckily LeBron and Anthony Davis, and I can agree with you, Dwight Howard did play well. He filled his role in well, but I just don't think he really helped on the offensive end that much, but in the end, they got it done, and congratulations to the Los Angeles Lakers, I mean, on, on their title. It was an incredible run. LeBron James obviously winning his fourth, and Anthony Davis getting his well-earned first NBA title. But that brings us to our next topic, Henry, with Anthony Davis. And there are rumors that he might be leaving. I heard a rumor in earlier in the season with him saying, he might uh, go back to Chicago, which is his hometown, and play for the Bulls. So, Henry, what are you thinking about this Anthony Davis situation? Do you think he will resign with the Lakers? Yes, Andrew, I think he will resign with the Lakers. And you heard Magic Johnson talking about it earlier, and he thinks it's almost a done deal at this point that he's going to resign. I mean, why leave right after you won a championship? I understand he wants to play for his hometown team. Maybe play with some different guys, win a championship on his own, prove that he he's a very good player. Obviously, we know he's a great player, but prove even more to NBA fans about how great of a player he really is. But I think what makes sense for him is to sign a two- or three-year contract, and after that, he can leave because at that point, LeBron's probably going to be gone and trying to go somewhere to play with his son, which I think will be a most likely destination for LeBron. But I think it makes sense for him to at least sign a two, three, maybe four-year contract to stay with the Lakers. Yeah, Henry, and I don't see Anthony Davis going anywhere. I mean, where else would he want to be? And I don't think it would be chilly, cold Chicago with an organization up in flames, you can say, and that head coaching situation is looking nothing better than that. Obviously, the roster is rebuilding currently. And the front office is not looking great either. They're not even doing their job correctly. So if you're Anthony Davis, why would you want to go there? Obviously, it's different with him and it's his hometown and they could probably give him a bigger contract than what the Lakers will give him. But in terms of winning, in terms of being in a place you want to be, I think being with one of the GOATs of basketball, if not the GOAT and the best player in the NBA as of right now, in LeBron James and having a decent supporting class or cast. And I feel like I kind of gave him a little too much hate, I guess, in, in the last topic in the, the struggling supporting cast, because I just don't think they showed up in the playoffs, but they're not, they're not that bad. I have to give them some credit. They're young. I can give them that they're young. And I think with some experience, of course, coming after winning the finals, I think they can get it together, Henry. I think they can. I think they're going to start showing some improvements with Kyle Kuzma. I think Danny Green is going to come back a little better and going to prove everybody wrong. I think Caruso was showing great improvement. And then I also think Dwight Howard was filling his role in well. So, and obviously they have a lot more pieces that I didn't mention, but I want to stick with Anthony Davis. Considering all of that talent in LeBron James, you also have a decent coaching staff in a front office that has gotten their crap together since the Magic Johnson uh, resignation. And after that whole situation that had the front office 
up in flames basically and they were they were in a really bad situation they got it together and they're looking like a top tier organization as of right now and obviously in LA you got the warm weather and the nice warm weather so why else would you want to go anywhere else other than possibly a slightly bigger contract and of course Chicago brings that hometown feeling to him I if I were Anthony Davis I would not want to go anywhere else and for good reason Henry He's in the best possible place he can be in. And I expect to see him in Los Angeles with the Lakers for the foreseeable future. Yeah, Andrew, with the playoff or with the free agency and the draft coming up, it'll be interesting to see what happens in these two things. But before we end this podcast, it looks like you have something else to say. So I'll let you go ahead. Yeah, and Henry, of course, talking about Anthony Davis, I mean, there was some controversy saying that he should have gotten that finals MVP over LeBron. So what are your thoughts on that? To me personally, I think LeBron had a much more consistent final series, and he was the best player for this Lakers team throughout the playoffs and in that final series. And I think he was probably more valuable of a player to that team in the finals than Anthony Davis was, but what do you have to say about this? Do you think Anthony Davis might have should have won that uh, trophy, the Finals MVP trophy, or do you think LeBron James deservingly won that? Andrew, for being honest, the NBA is a money building brand, and was there any way that the the NBA was going to give the Finals MVP to anyone other than LeBron James if the Lakers won the Finals? No, so. I think there's not really much to talk about here. And LeBron was going to win it if the Lakers won the NBA finals. But with that, I think that would be, this would be a great time to wrap up today's podcast. As always, we want to thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and download this podcast. And we'll see you guys next time on the last take sports podcast.